When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, this podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like, how do you greet your dog? Uh, do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. Hello, Sean. Hey, Jack. How are you? I'm very well. Very well. How's uh, how's Mildred? Mildred is good. Mm. I've started because uh, you know I only recently learned to drive. Yeah, I uh, someone someone else told me that, and that? yeah, <laughs> it's it, yeah, it could have been Marcus Brigstock or someone told me that you because I just I said I'm doing a podcast with Sean and he said. Yeah, you know, you know, he's driving now, as if it was like <laughs> a public health warning or something. <laughs> I mean, he had really a, a, a genuinely concerned look on his face. <laughs> so yeah. he should. How's it going? Well, it's uh, I'm, ge- I'm getting more used to it, but on the uh, what happened is I passed my test, mm. and then I first time. Yeah, thank you well very done. much. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Is there is it, there details also, that, that you want to oh, share with us? Was it automatic? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. There's nothing, no shame in that. I mean, it's, it's the way to go, isn't it? Who needs manual these days? So what happened was, I passed my test, mm-hmm. and then I had to go off to Australia mm-hmm. to do I'm a Celebrity to Get Me Out of Here. Yes. And then I got back, yeah. and then I, 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 then I had a bunch of other stuff to do. And I, I wasn't insured on Grace's car. So I, I then ended up kind of not driving for months right. after the test, uh, which means that, that when I finally was allowed to get into Grace's car... I kind of had forgotten how to drive, and I um, on on the way to Chiswick, uh, you know how Sadiq Khan has gone bonkers with the cycling lanes and the cycling lanes, all the roads. Yeah, the twenty miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this is quite confusing to to, to someone like me. Yeah. Um, th- this can confuse cycling lanes. The way I understood them were there was a single cycling lane on one side of the road and a single cycling lane on the other. Yes. Uh, what happens sometimes now is they put the two together on one side yeah. of the road. Have you yeah. seen that? Uh, yes, yeah. I have. I, I, ended yes. up, I ended up driving down one of those. <gasps> oh, Sean, you didn't, did you? <laughs> oh, you're going to... The cars were beeping me. <laughs> what? It was like planes, trains and automobiles. You're going the wrong way. How would you know where I'm going? <laughs> Down a cycling lane. I'm looking forward to the YouTube bit where you're having a big row with Jeremy Vine. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he does these days, isn't he? Row, row with drivers. But uh, well, I was actually, hmm. I, I didn't want to own up to this, but I was actually trying to get him. <laughs> so uh, was, uh, was, was Mildred Barrett in the car? That's what I want to know. Well, this, this is what I wanted to tell mm. you. Is I've, I've, um, I've now become confident enough that when Mildred is sat in the front with me, that's her seat. Yeah. As long as I'm holding on to her lead <laughs> to kind of shorten it. While you're I'll, driving. Well, I'm driving. Sorry. But I mean, the lead is the lead is wrapped round my arm. Yes, whilst I'm driving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's... So I'm going. 
So I've still, I've still got, I can still use both hands. Of course you can, yeah. But I've just shortened the lead mm. by wrapping it around my arm. Oh, that's a sensible solution. Well done. <laughs> I can't ever see that going wrong. What are you, you, you got an animal tied to your arm while you're driving. You know, it, that's 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 crazy. You can't do that. I don't think I. I think you should give your license back. <laughs> and and Mildred. I know. Oh, so the, the reason I do this is so that I can now wind down the window mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, and have her head pop out the window. You know, the way dogs oh, like they it. like to do that, don't they? Yeah, all the way, yeah. She absolutely loves it. I think that is, for me, the single sweetest thing is Mildred just having her head out the window whilst I, whilst I drive. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So it's a dream come true in a way, is it? Yeah, yeah, for you. That's, yeah. Uh, I understand. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Who, who mostly drives, though? Dolly. If, if, no, Dolly would just... Dolly, she's just on your lap in the car. Whilst you're driving? If, no, 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 no. On Jane's... If Jane is uh, okay. driving, she'll be on my lap and vice versa. But no, she's okay. not. Yeah, yeah. She will try it if, if, you, if she's in the car on her own with you, but you just have to sort of plonk her back in and then she gets, she, she realises, oh, I forgot, sorry, I can't be distracting you while you're driving. You know, she, she understands yes. the basics of driving, so that's good. So is it, most, is it mostly Grace does the driving when, when it's both of you in the car? No, I'm the, I'm now the driver. Oh, are you? Oh, right, okay. Yes. Yeah. Because I love it. You like it. <laughs> I lo- I absolutely love mm. driving. I'm not obviously I've not had done this. No. I'm not bored of it. I'm not jaded with the sure. but I absolutely love yeah. it. No, it's, it's very liberating and it means you can take Mildred off off to far-fetched places for walks in different parks. That's what we do. High yeah. Park Sundays. Yeah, really nice. But I was wondering, do you have any thoughts on this? Did, would Mildred understand the concept that I am driving the car. Does she understand that I'm... She wouldn't, would she? It's very... She just thinks we're all sitting in a metal container. Yeah, maybe. That's moving. Maybe they may... I don't know what goes what goes through their head for that. I don't know if they think that you are in control. Yeah. I suspect, you know, dogs tend to think that, you know, their owners are sort of deities of sorts. And so... Correct. And so, therefore, whatever you do is, you know, absolutely, you know, wonderful and, and some, in, in some ways magical. So that, that's, that's the level that they think of it as. And they just think, well, you know, Sean is now... He's got this, this thing that we go in and, <laughs> and then he, he puts the window down and it's just great. Oh. And the whole world moves past yeah. you when you're in it and it's so fun. Oh, that's lovely. What a great way to think, isn't it? Do you ever put your head out of the window? Uh, no, no, I haven't done that. I've, uh, <laughs> my dad was always very strict about that. You couldn't, you know, even, even your hand, you know, just, he was just like one of those in a car. <laughs> Take, keep, keep your hand in the car. He was, I think he was paranoid about it. He, he probably heard one of those horror stories where someone, you know, lost a limb because they were relaxing yeah. too much on, you know, and, and of course that's yeah. when everything goes wrong when you relax. Isn't <laughs> it? But, uh, yeah. yeah. No, Dolly, Dolly isn't that bothered. I did. I remember working with a guy who had um, an, an English bulldog and um, he owned a restaurant in the King's road in Chelsea. And he had a very smart, it was a Bentley actually, an old Bentley. And he left, the, wow. he left his dog in the Bentley for about, 20 minutes while he went into the office you know the windows it wasn't a hot day or anything like that it was just you know, okay and it was in a private car park but when he came back the dog had basically eaten the interior of the car <laughs> absolutely totally destroyed it it was it was it was from the inside it was a write-off i mean it was a beautiful car but the everything inside was just all the leather all the all the steering wheels all chewed up everything the gear stick everything torn to pieces you must have been delighted it was quite hard to to uh, uh to hide my well, I didn't enjoy the moment, but it was very funny. It was funny. You can't help it. Yeah. 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 But dogs in cars are great, aren't they, when they go do that? No, that would be a whole new... Oh, yeah. Absolutely loves it. Do her ears flap around in the wind? Ears yeah. flap around. She leaves her chin on the bottom of the yeah. the, the window there. And, I, and what I do is, I, when I get in, I love this, is I just press the button mm. once so the window just just comes down a like a centimetre. Yeah. But she hears that oh, noise. Right. <laughs> and she turns round and the tail's wagging. She's right. like, yes, I'm going to get to look out the window. Build up some suspense, then drop it down oh, and off we brilliant. go. You can get harnesses for dogs so that they connect to the seatbelt. 
So you put her in a, a harness and then the seatbelt will go through it to hold her in place. We do actually have mm. that, I think, in the back. We probably need to move that to the if front. If it's going to work, Is it yeah. the law? Am I breaking the law? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that they would be very impressed if they stopped you or if it caused an accident. But, right. you know, this is you, isn't it? So... <laughs> <laughs> They'll make exceptions for me. We don't have to do disclaimers because it's a podcast, but if, it, if this was on the BBC, I'd, I'd be obliged <laughs> to point out it'd be more sensible to tie her lead to the headrest of the <laughs> seat she's in or something like that, wouldn't I? You know, Other dog owners are available, responsible ones. would <laughs> be better off just putting your dog on top of the <laughs> yeah. car. Which has happened. I mean, we've heard of that, haven't we? And people put them in the crate and put it on the, on the top of the car. I've heard of that. Did you hear about, I kept meaning to bring this up with you, have you heard about the law in New York? If you want to bring a dog on the subway, they have to be able to fit in a bag. What? This what? is genuinely real. I kept meaning to bring this up. They've got to fit in a, a like a carry bag under your arm or something. Yeah, so, so what's happened, and I'll get this, and I'll post mm. this on our, onto our Instagram account, is New Yorkians, New Yorkers, New Yorkians, yeah. <laughs> New Yorkers, like they're putting their dogs in like big giant Ikea bags. So now just, everyone's just getting massive bags yeah. and putting their gigantic dogs in these massive bags as a loophole. Surely guide dogs are allowed on. Guide dogs would be allowed on. I Completely assume, unnecessary. Yeah. What's, what, yeah. Why are they doing that? I don't, I think it, New York's just so round, okay, so cramped right, now, right, okay. that this, this is what they thought would be the solution. Well, maybe they're just... You thought, I remember when I went round yours and you thought that dogs would have to get a train ticket. I did. You asked if Mildred got well, a ticket. Well, I did, I, I thought you had to pay for the dog to go on the train. I, I don't think you've ever had to oh, do I don't know, I mean, there might be listeners who know better, but uh, I'm going to look into it, because it's... Um, yeah, no, I wasn't accusing you of fair dodging or anything. I just, I've, I, I, you know, I, I, I imagine you paid for yourself at least, didn't you? Yeah. I did. <laughs> On the way there. You trained her to jump over the barrier. That's <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I'm pretty sure that I've heard that there's a small price to be paid to take your dog on the train. But uh, yeah. I think we're not far away from that happening, but I don't think you have to right. do that at okay, the moment. Okay, good, good, good. So, as ever, mm -hmm. uh, we have our wonderful listeners getting in touch. I've got a lovely email here from Judy. It says, hello from Judy, that's mummy, <laughs> to the best dog in the world, Dylan, golden retriever. Uh, just wanted to tell you how much I love the OMD podcast, the mix of Jack and Sean, very different characters, sharing their devotion to their dogs. It's very entertaining and heartwarming. Looking forward to future episodes. Oh, love Judy. Thank you, Judy. It's, it's, it's really, uh, I when we started this, I didn't realise that we were going to have people, you know, getting in touch in this way, which is very nice. And we also, I know. We also um, I'm looking forward a lot to hearing people's voicemails and getting their doggy voices. That's That would be great. Well, well, we've got one here yep. from Daisy. Uh -huh. uh, this is about her Jackapoo, Leslie, who turns three in April. So, oh. happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Big shout out. Let's listen to this. Hello, I'm Daisy from Essex. My dog is Leslie. He's a boy. So, I wanted to send you my dog voice because I can't stop thinking about it since you guys mentioned it. So, mine is, hello, stinky malinky. He's a gooding boyings. He's a gooding boyings. I don't know why, but that's it. And that's what he loves. Love the podcast. Really enjoy it. You're both great. Um, and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Bye. That's brilliant. That's brilliant, isn't it? Wonderful. That's from Daisy talking about her Jackapoo Leslie. And I hope I've got the names the right way around because it sounds, with all due respect, it sounds like it should have been from Leslie about the dog called Daisy. But anyway, that was very good. That was very good. I love, I love what she's... Very nice. I love it when... I mean, you do this as well. You kind of... You, you subvert the language to create a sort of dog dialect. Yes. And so she's going, he's a gooding boyings. I think... <laughs> That's great. That's completely <laughs> and, mad. That yeah, and 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 the name Leslie yeah. has been transformed to Stinky Malinky. Yes, it's Malinky. Yeah. Oh, that's that, that was a very nice one. I like that. That was good. Lovely. Keep them coming. Thank you, guys. Please we do. love them very much. You can email them in at hello at omdpod.com or go to our Instagram at omdpod. We'd love to hear from you.
So I'm really looking forward to uh, our guest this week, uh, Sarah Cox. Yeah. I mean, the voice of radio, I think. Absolutely. I've got a new book out. She hasn't she? Now, got, Throne. Throne, yeah. So because she, yeah. uh, well, she's, I mean, she's a big reader as well. I know that. We're already out of our league, I think, Sean. <laughs> she can read and write. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for joining us. I was waiting for a butt there. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No, there are, there are no, no qualifications to that at all. We want to know really all about the dogs in your life. The big crazy one is laid down, the flat coat retriever, right. Daisy. That's Daisy. Oh, Dolly's, Dolly's laid down. She's just there. Are they asleep? You're whispering. Are they asleep? Um, I'm keeping calm because... If I get excited, that will rub off on Daisy. Okay. Because in, in Daisy's world, everything is for her. My husband says, to be that happy all the time, you have to be completely daft. Yeah. And <laughs> that's Daisy's personality. She's just thrilled with life. Yeah. And is Dolly, because I've got a dog called Dolly as well, but your Dolly, is is, is your Dolly uh, a more, more, just a little bit more calm, would you say? Yeah, she's six now she is a maltese she so quite a cool nice little chilled breed and these days she's very much prefixed with long-suffering dolly i see okay yeah since we introduced the other dog i've got one dog mildred barrett cockapoo (laughs) would you would you recommend two dogs yeah we always had two dogs we had another maltese and he sadly died uh, oh. Last year, little uh, Beano. So oh. we thought, Maltese are little fluffy, cute things. And I thought, you know, I, I quite like the idea of me being 90 years old with like 12 Maltese around my Zimmer frame. But I thought <laughs> no was the chance when we were going to get another dog to get a bigger dog. So I think two, you know, two dogs does work. It's just the size discrepancy yeah. and the energy discrepancy that we've got going on at the moment with these two breeds is interesting. Dolly. I saw a photograph of your two dogs and they're in the back of a car, in the back of a car, looking very muddy and like they've had a lovely run and a walk. But does Dolly keep up with Daisy? Is she able to do that or how does it work? Not really. If we go on a big muddy walk, we'll normally just take the big one because then you see oh. what a tree, you know, what a retriever is is built to do, which yeah. is to plunge into ice cold ponds oh, wow. and retrieve things yeah. and then... I often think I wouldn't mind putting like a tracker, like a pedometer on how many steps I'm taking and how many <laughs> the retriever's taking because it must be sort of 10 times more. She just runs and runs and runs. And Dolly trapes behind through the mud, sort of picking through like a princess in kitten heels. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Um, and people are actually stopping towards the end of the walk to take pictures of Dolly because she's oh. like she's been in a sheep dip, like dipped. Yeah. The bottom half of her is in mud and it, she's not really built for it. Do they ever argue? Daisy will drive little Dolly mad and wind her up. Okay. Flat coats do this thing where it's all about who's the pack leader. Okay. And the big one is treating Dolly like Dolly is the leader, even though she's a third of the size. And so what Daisy will do is she will lick Dolly's mouth. Oh, Oh. Because it's, oh. it's like what you'd do to the pack leader because they'd get the first meat when they'd been off out hunting and they'd drag back some prey in wolf times. Right. None of this is happening, of course, because they've not, they don't go out hunting and drag in, yes. yeah. you know, an antelope or anything. But this <laughs> is still happening. So, so Daisy will go and, and, and lick Dolly's mouth. And she's quite over-familiar. She's got yeah. delusions oh. of popularity. She okay. will lick the mouth of any okay. dog she comes Bit across. Bit touchy-feely. Yeah. Yes, a bit handsy <laughs> with her tongue. That's her way of acknowledging that Dolly is kind of in charge. Yes, and then Dolly will do a little like, hello, and like pin her down. And Daisy just plays on like, you got me, yeah. even though Dolly's this big. Oh, I love that. Uh, Mildred's nearly two years now. Mildred is a people dog. You know, yeah. she prefers people to dogs. She still loves dogs, still gets on with them, but she's more excited when she sees people. How about mm. Donny and Daisy? They're people dogs or? 
Yeah, Dolly's quite like that. Dolly's quite a people's dog. She seems she thinks she's a little bit above other dogs. Yeah, she doesn't really I... get that. Why are you chasing a ball? Like, what's mm. that about? I want to just sit at the table and have tea. She's yeah. much more like that. Where Daisy just wants to just be in with everybody. What's your Dolly, Jack? My Dolly is a Chihuahua. Um, and now I know everyone makes everyone pulls a face when you say Chihuahua. We never thought we would own a Chihuahua. We the story behind it is we had two uh, Dachshunds. I've had, actually had a few Dachshunds in my farm. Had two standard Dachshunds, Darcy and Walter, who were uh, brother and sister actually, but they were devoted to each other. And very sadly, Darcy died and Walter was heartbroken. So Jane, my wife, uh, who makes all the important decisions, said, I think we'll get a small dog not to mess mess with Walter because he's quite old by then. And then she could be a companion. So we got Dolly, who was from a, a rescue uh, home. We got her. And um, she was so lovely with Walter and Walter with, with her as well. They really were until Walter passed away. And that was something I was going to... I mean, bring, I don't want to bring it down, but... When Darcy died, when we had the two Dachshunds and Darcy, the, the, the girl, died, I felt terrible because we took her to a sort of animal hospital and Walter never knew what had happened. Yes. And so every time he came in, he was there saying, is she, is she here? Is she here? And I've, I've always really regretted that. Mm -hmm. But when Walter became really ill, we took Dolly with us to the vet. And yeah. um, when, you know, he, they, the vet said that, I think it's time probably to, to, to put him to sleep. But she jumped down and cuddled up with Walter as it was oh. happening. It was the most oh. heartbreaking thing. And yeah. it was like she was saying, it's going to be all right, you know. And, um, oh. you know, they're, they're, they're little liars, chihuahuas. Um, <laughs> but it was a delight. It was an amazing thing. And I'm so glad that Dolly knew what had happened to Walter. Yeah. Have you had any experiences like that? When yeah, you're killing me with that because we got it wrong. We didn't take Dolly when Bino on his day where he had to go. He was at the animal hospital and was um, he had a he had a really big brain tumor. We didn't really feel like we were listened to. I knew there was something wrong with it. His personality was changing. He kept oh. going into corners, getting a bit stuck, and I kept saying it. My thing I always say to pet owners now is follow your gut and follow your instinct with your animals because you okay. know them better than anybody. And they were obviously amazing, these vets, but they were thinking of something to do with his stomach. And the last few months of his life, he was having this really plain, horrible food because they were convinced it was his stomach. And it was all in his head. He had a big brain tumour. And I would have been giving him chicken and steak. Yeah. And yeah. I would have really just really made his last few months so luxurious and amazing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Caviar would have been down, <laughs> down the club. You know, we would have just been having <laughs> the best time. And, um, and I didn't. And that's my huge regret. And also I regret that I didn't take... Uh, Dolly with me to say goodbye and and I did say to my husband but it's all such a rush when you get that call and sure. you know you're all over the place and I said we should take Dolly to go and to have a sniff round him and to see her brother you know but we didn't and I really regret it so I definitely mind you when Dolly's on her deathbed she won't want Daisy anywhere near she'll be like can I just have some <laughs> peace I'm fine for that. <laughs> do they, do, I'm interested, do they, uh, your dogs, do they recognise your voice when they, they must hear you on the radio. I imagine yeah. they do now and they think, that's, that's, I mean, that's, first of all, do they call, are you mummy? Mummy. Are you mummy? Yeah, I'm def yeah, yeah. definitely. Or do definitely they think mummy. that's mummy? Do they prick up their ears and that's mummy on the radio? I'm rarely on the radio, on the to telly. be honest. Nobody really listens. Uh, <laughs> nobody listens to you me. You don't they know, they might turn you on. <laughs> They might put the radio on. Mummy's on. Yeah. I rock shot. I rock shot. That's my dog impression. I do that on air sometimes. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I'm merely on the radio, to be honest, because, you know, people have enough of me when I'm actually here. People, as in, like, my kids and my husband, so mm. they're, like, off as soon as they come in if I happen to be on, yeah. I mean, I've had the book show on between the covers and the, the dogs haven't seemed to have uh, been confused that there's two of me there no they're not looking and uh, at the telly thinking how she done that that was <laughs> no, it... yeah. Yeah. what's going on do your dogs do that cockapoos are quite sort so, of wired in aren't they well mildred doesn't watch telly she gets very confused she reacts if there's dogs barking but she becomes mm. very confused and also sometimes Grace will put me on a on loudspeaker or FaceTime when I'm away and we've stopped doing that because we think it's unfair because she just doesn't know what she starts looking for me and starts jumping yeah. up and down as if I'm about to mm. to turn up 
Um, so we stopped doing that because I felt like it was it was like, I'm going mourners, mourners, I'm here, mourners, and she doesn't know what's going on. And she's like, I'm going to rescue him. He's trapped. She's exactly. getting sort of lassie, lassie vibes. That brings me to asking the uh, the nitty gritty questions. Yes. Yes. We've just we've had a little uh, preview of Sean's doggy voice. Mourner, mourner, my little mourner, mourner's always a mourner. Yeah, it's it's quite it's sort of borderline disturbing when it's not done for a dog. It is. But... It says kind of Italian. Yes. Is it, Ital- it is, is it Italian? I think it is Italian. He sounds yeah. kind of like a mafiosi talking to yeah, his like, dog. We got the Sarah Cox on the on my dog podcast. It's so nice yeah. to see you. <laughs> it's kind of like a really obese yeah. Italian ice cream vendor yeah. has like come to. Chat to your dog. So, uh, Sarah, what's your voice for talking to the dog? Come on, spit it out. Let me think. I've got to do it. Daisy, come here. Daisy, come here. I'm quite, I'm quite businesslike with Daisy. Oh, okay. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, she really, yeah. she's right there. If you oh, can't, wow. listeners won't be able to see, but Daisy jumped straight up yeah. into your lap there. Very, she heard that. Look, licky. Oh, very, very licky. Kissy. Very yes. licky. Yes. Lots of kisses. Right. Lots of kisses. But I'm actually, I'm actually quite. You have to be quite instructive with with her. Yes, yeah. Talking to Dolly, is it a different voice or the same one? It's my Dolly, come here. Yeah, it's much softer for Dolly. Yeah. Look, I mean, yeah. we can't not have Dolly on, I mean. look. Oh, She's no. I'm a sucker much. for a small listen, dog. I'm terrible. Yeah. I love it. Look at that. There's a little bit of a growl going on there, isn't there? What's that about? Yeah, already. Because Daisy's... <laughs> <laughs> Is that Dolly saying to Daisy that this is my this is my time? Yeah, because this is this is Daisy. Oh my god! (laughs) Daisy just sniffing at her, licking at her, and Dolly's like, "Can I just have my moment in the sun?" Oh dear! (laughs) They're interested in me. (laughs) The the big, the massive ones, like, sorry. So funny, but she's a massive wind up. So, do the the rest of your household? Does your your husband, your kids, do they have uh, similar voices for the dogs? Is it uh, done in the same way? Would you say do they copy yours? Yeah, I think so. I think we just go a bit of the generic high pitched okay. kind of show. Especially mm. my eldest Lola does uh, a pet voice that I'm not mad on. To oh, be no. honest, and I did, no. I discourage it. If I'm honest, yeah. I'm a bit like it, it's it's very like. and stuff and she's really not like that in the rest you know she's quite sort of she's quite alternative my daughter and quite cool and quite she's not very affectionate (laughs) with her siblings or with me really you know you have to grab her in for a hug but when it comes to dolly dolly is her favorite daisy annoys her a little bit i mean everyone's a bit annoyed by daisy but everybody kind of loves her yes of course no it's a very different thing isn't it to a big dog that's got to be kept to some extent under control where small dogs know they have that license don't they yeah 100 percent. and my my husband's like why does daisy not behave for me and why does she jump up at me and i'm like it's because you need to be clearer with your tone with the dog he's not a very doggy person right and so the Daisy will jump up at my husband, and my husband will go. Actually, Daisy, I don't think that's very appropriate that you're jumping up at me like that's not helpful at all. Can't you see? I've got a cup of tea. Daisy, no. And all Daisy hears, of course, is like. Yes. So to her, she's like, he's loving this, and yeah. she's uh... jumping all over him. And he's using words like inappropriate, or you know what I mean? yeah, which most retrievers probably don't understand. Yes. So they so they trained. How strict you have to be with them, or are they are they good dogs? They're amazing dogs. Oh, okay. Well, they are the they are the Peter Pan of dogs. Oh. So they Lovely. she will be a puppy till she's three. Mm-hmm. Like a lab or a spaniel would would be fully trained now with the training that I've done with her, and I've done quite a bit. Mm. But with a golden retriever or a flat coat retriever, they're basically toddlers for a long time and they like forget stuff and they see something shiny and forget everything you've taught them. But they're mm. a lot of fun and they're, they're, it's my dream dog. And I thought when I'm 90, I'll have the Maltese for now. If I'm going to get a big dog, because I grew up around bigger dogs. So yeah. I really just needed, I just had that, that itch that I needed to scratch. And luckily I've got a very lovely husband who's kind of let me do it, even though it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah, you you say you grow up you grew up on a farm, didn't you, Sarah? Is that right? 
Yeah, so we always had big sort of lurcher crosses that were sort of chained up on the farm because they'd just go and eat all the neighbourhood cats. Right. Like, oh, mm, okay. Just go and polish them off because huh. they were just, you know. <laughs> so they were kind of guard dogs and Alsatians that were on chains as well because they were, they, yeah, they'd go and eat other small animals. And yeah. yeah, we had pointers. My dad had pointers for when he'd be shooting and stuff like that. Can you keep them off lead if walking on the pavement? Can they be trusted to be off lead? Who, these dogs now? Yeah, Donnie and Daisy. No, I, I tell you what, no. But I do ride my horse and Daisy rides alongside. Right. Oh, wow. Rides alongside or runs alongside? Runs. <laughs> She's on a smaller pony. <laughs> Yeah. So she's yeah. So she runs along uh, next to Nelly, my horse, mm-hmm. and it's out in sort of north of London. So we cross over a, uh, a small road, more of a lane, and she will wait and she'll wait and stop and she'll come oh. here, here. She'll walk, she'll trot along next to the horse. I've obviously got a pocket full of beefy treats okay that's the so recommendation there's a lot of, it's all food yeah incentives yeah but still that's i'm impressed that you can do that yeah to, to roll a dog from the back of a horse is yeah. that is advanced animal husbandry i'd say that is pretty yes. clever <laughs> yeah yeah she's good she's really good actually and she'll go off and say hi to other dogs when there's other people walking their dogs nearby. And then she, she'll she go in for a big bundle with three dogs, like, Whoa, and then I'll be able to shout and she'll leave them and come, which can't be easy for her because it's a bit like, Mom. Yeah. She's good and she'll leave and come alongside, alongside the horse. No, that that is that's very good. Actually, yes. I'm, I'm impressed by that. Yeah, do they, it's interesting because do they does Daisy see Nelly, your horse? As a as a, as a as a friend or as something that mum does and I don't quite understand it and I'm just glad she's not on my back. As usual, well, Daisy just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's glad I've not saddled her up. <laughs> she's uh, she, Daisy sees everybody as as a, a friend, which yeah. is part of the problem. Right. And in a way, it wouldn't do her any harm to to kind of get a little bit almost trod on by the horse but my horse is very kind and so avoids doing that yeah. because I wish Daisy had a bit more fear about the horse because yeah. occasionally we'll go into canter and Daisy will be running on ahead and I'll be going get on get on and they'll yeah. go because I want her just to keep moving yeah. and then sometimes occasionally Daisy will spin do a 180 and stop in front of the horse oh wow yeah which is just not <laughs> in the training <laughs> so the horse goes like screeches to a halt or leaps to the side and you know vet fees would be a lot for a horse or for daisy or for me so that's that's the thing that i need to just work on a little bit but otherwise she's good she sort of sees nelly as like i don't know just this just part of her gang a little bit i think and i think the horse quite likes it because her ears are often watching where the dog is and it's a bit of interest for her you know yeah i'm like as we're going along you know i'm singing along i often sing a lot of dolly parton to me asked uh <laughs> because you can't be tense when you're singing you can't tense your bottom if you're singing out okay loud. Oh, right, it right. It's good to know. To chill. It's good to know. Thank yeah, you. Likes, yeah. <laughs> if you want to relax your bottom, just think some Dolly Parton. It'd be my takeaway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Dolly stays behind when you're out out with the horse, I imagine. Yeah. I sneak out, and Dolly always busts me. We've got a really good gate, actually. I can't recommend yeah. enough if you do get a bigger dog. We've got a brilliant gate that we got built that separates the kitchen from the hallway. So Daisy's just in the kitchen, this sort of area. Yeah. And it's in the bottom, it's got a little square cut out of it. So Dolly and both cats can fit through the bottom bit. There's a little square for them. I see, yeah. So often Dolly will be upstairs on the bed and I'll try and sneak out with the big dog because I feel uh, bad on Dolly. Yeah. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'm like putting the lead on the big dog and we're like towards the door. And then Dolly will appear at the top of the stairs. You know, in like Dynasty or Dallas, like, <laughs> like will appear like... Where are you going? And we're like, oh, we got completely busted. Oh, damn! And I'm sorry, Dolly. And when you're when you're out with Daisy, is mm. is Dolly? Where does she tend to 
kind of relax? Is there? Do they have a bed? Are they? I mean, she's got the run of the house, really. So she'll go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're talking on the sofa, full access, all furniture. <laughs> so Dolly's got full access everywhere. Okay. On the bed with the bed made. My husband leaves the bed like he's been fighting off intruders on it yeah. with all the sheet exposed and the duvet in a big lump at the bottom. And I'm like, even I'm a bit squeamish. I don't, like, I'm not there for people with dogs in their bed under the duvet. Oh, okay. Jack's nodding. Um, Sean, you look like, have you got a confession? No, no I've happening? not. I've not. It's just I've not heard that one yet. I'm very much, uh, Mildred has full, that's below duvet, under duvet, above duvet. It's really? it's all, it's all wow. hers. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dolly dream of that. No, like, well, well, my Dolly is, she wants to be in bed. It's access all areas yeah. for her. And VIP. She's under the duvet, she's got a, a series of blankets that she likes that I'm always having to go off and get. Jane says, oh, will you go and get her? her can't she have that blanket? No, she says she wants the brown one. <laughs> My favourite is when, and Sarah, you won't have this, but sometimes... Mildred will end up in the position where her head is rested on the pillow and her kind of paws are hanging just over the duvet. Yeah. And she's tucked up in bed. That's that's one of my favourites. Cute. Just, yeah, just not for me. I don't okay. know why. I'm just, Understood. maybe because I just see what they scamper through and what they I see know. all day. And I'm yeah. just, we had a terrible, I've just not told my husband this, Uh-oh. actually. Uh-oh. Because Daisy is so licky. I don't know if this is suitable, actually. This is Uh-oh. really bad. Just want to prefix it with, we live in a nice area of North London. <laughs> okay. And I went to the park. Okay. And, <laughs> it's, oh, and God. Daisy went over to something and I caught up with her and she took a big bite of this thing. And Oh, no. Anyway, it soon became evident. There was a receipt nearby on the floor that had been used as loo rolls. So I oh, knew. I know. No. I know. And it just—it was—it was—it was just before Christmas, but obviously not a very Christmassy thing to happen. Like the opposite of Christmassy happiness. And I had to keep it a secret because she's so kissy. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong; I didn't no. let her near me for. I a should good... apologise. I, I all the public toilets were locked. <laughs> Apologise to Daisy, just, you know, that, that's <laughs> poor Daisy thinking it was Christmas had come early and it, and it turns out it wasn't a real sausage after all. <laughs> when I saw that picture of your two dogs covered in mud, uh, I wondered uh, what you do, because my chihuahua, she, I, I carry her most of you know, she's not a yeah. great walker, so occasionally she gets a bit of mud, she'll tiptoe around a puddle or something and get mud, and then we sort of, we'll just wipe it off. But do you hose your dogs down? What do you do? At the yard, it's quite lucky where the horses, they've got, I mean, life-changing, they've got a hot water power hose type, wow. really good. Oh. That's proper great. horse pipe with a little it's got the little gun thing on the end yeah, yeah. and oh, attached to it i mean it's next level you'll want one of these mm. it's attached to it is a bottle that's got uh, shampoo in it and you twist some on the top of the tap and oh, so wow. then you get soapy warm water so of course days it's like a spa day for her she loves it because yeah. it's warm she's obviously trying to eat it she gives it a lot of that yeah, yeah. stuff <laughs> don't try and catch the water but she there's so much badger and poo and you know badger poo and fox and yeah, deer yeah. and rabbit and You've all that good stuff off, she, yeah she puts a bit of everything on dolly goes in the kitchen sink yeah with, oh. with, a, with a snack <laughs> she kind of likes it i think she she doesn't mind it because afterwards I, I saw i wrap her really tightly in a towel so she's kind of looks a bit like um you know, when gentlemen used to go swimming back in the day and they just have a tightly rolled towel with their trunks and she kind of <laughs> looks like that under my arm for half an hour and they always get a treat after, so. That's nice. I'm always slightly resentful when, uh, before we got special shampoo for Dolly, Dolly was allowed to have a bit of Jane's quite expensive shampoo and I'm wow. I'm not allowed near it. So it's... <laughs> It's not. It's not right, is it? <laughs> are you got further plans to get more dogs at any point, or are you happy with the two at the moment? It sounds like you're very busy with them, Sarah. I mean, it's... yeah. I mean, I would 
I would have more dogs if I could. I'd yeah. Have, okay. I'd have a house full of dogs. Do they come to work with you? What what happens? Because you you know you're all over the well, place, imagine, aren't you? What happens? Both dogs used to come with me. They had two little dogs. Um, yeah. And then just Dolly did after we lost Bino, and I thought eventually I could start taking Daisy. Mm. But there was an incident at Radio Two. And there have been lots of incidents at Radio Two, but tell us about the one you know. Tell us about the one you know about. Dolly chewed a little wire, oh. and she was wasn't injured, and it it wasn't a very expensive or important wire, but chewed it was, and like an idiot. I confess to it. Oh. The repercussions of that were quite big, which meant that dogs were completely banned from all the studios at Radio 2 from then oh on. Oh, my God. I do want to start the campaign for, like, free the Radio 2 one, like, to try yeah. and let Dolly back in the building. But it meant, you know, the likes of Michael Ball couldn't bring his, you know... Everything changed. ...terriers in. Everything yeah. changed because of one do- A moment of madness. A moment of madness yeah. from Dolly, really out of character. Dolly's like the Jonathan Ross and Russell brand of the dog world. Never <laughs> <laughs> the same since. I think now we've got a petition, Dolly's Law, to allow, allow yes. dogs back in. <laughs> yeah. right. One mistake, that's not, that's not fair, is it? You're banned for life. I know, just one right. mistake and bam, you know, it made me feel yeah. a bit like they were waiting for someone to mess up because I was always like, look, I'm here with me, Dad. <laughs> And it is a shame because she loves to come on the tube and she loves, you know, it's really taken away a big part of her of, of her life, really, not being on the radio anymore. I always think it's sad when do- these things happen for dogs because they don't know what they've done wrong. You can't fully explain, can you? Because I bet she'd be saying, oh, I'm sorry, I just, you know, it was there. It was on the ground. I know. Yes. I, I feel like that yeah. when I'm a lot more careful now, but when I first got Mildred and wasn't used to her being around at night time if I were to get up for a wee I might accidentally just step on her paw or something and she'd go oh and and I can't explain that was an that was an accident I wasn't trying I'm stepping on your paw I'm so sorry yeah Um, it's quite dark isn't it when you do that because yeah what do they think like why did you although yesterday we had a real what's that biblical story you know with the lion and it might not it might not be in the bible actually i'm not very well versed on the bible the the lion king no that's disney (laughs) with the the three bears and the porridge that's from (laughs) that's a new testament isn't it no there was a, a lion moment the fawn in the paw moment where we'd got back from riding yesterday and daisy was limping and I'm like oh. I'm frustrated vet. I always oh. wanted to be a vet when I was little, so I love it any chance. Um, yeah. Because with my old Bassy, I had to, I had to give him um, Valium up up his bottom, and I was like, oh my god, I loved it. I was like, yeah, pure vet vibes. Like this is what you do. It's amazing. So yesterday, yeah, there was yeah. a t- I could just see a tiny little thing in a in the pad of her paw, and I plucked it out and it was a beautiful sort of mm. moment where she was like oh mommy yeah yeah it's cute she got you know she got yeah. it like as in when you stand on oh, their toes you can't really explain but when you do fix something i was like i hope the opposite worked like i hope you understand this now that like you know what i've just i done think so you. Done i like you. to believe what so yeah so don't eat yeah. any more human poo yeah. at the park yes. <laughs> in return <laughs> When I was very small, we had a basset as well. They're they're interesting breed, aren't they? Huge though. And I saw, I saw three bassets the other day on a walk, and they're just absolutely enormous. Because really, they're like sawn off bloodhounds, aren't they? They're exactly yeah. the same, but with tiny legs. Well, yeah. they're short legs, but they're very thick. Yeah. Well, tell us about your basset. Surprisingly big dogs, like you say, and you yeah. could because when they're horizontal, they're so long that when they do go vertical, they can reach anything. <laughs> I mean, like, he, he ate, like, a full Christmas, like, camembert oh my God. one year and then managed to vomit it up and it, and it formed the exact same shape, like a perfect sort of disc again of cheese because he ate <laughs> That's what so I did quickly. at Christmas. <laughs> so, what he gather around for the traditional giant yeah. camembert trick? <laughs> well, I do. So do you have them when you were little? Only when I was, yeah, when I was very small and I mean about four years old and I remember my dad getting really fed up because it, it, the basset would come up to their room in the night when it was cold, grab hold of a corner of all the sheets and blankets, pull the whole lot off and, and roll himself up in it. 
and there's no, and they're big dogs. You got you're not going to get that thing to move, and you just lie there. So they just to get out of the cupboard and get other things and just be shivering. And this dog would be lying there in the luxury, wrapped up in all the duvets, and all. it wasn't duvets, blankets and stuff in those days. Yeah, incredible. Quite a handful of a dog. Quite a handful of a dog. Yeah. Snoop was great. He was really patient with the kids. He just hung around at the bottom. I mean, you'll you'll have a lot of this, Sean, just where they'll just like goal hanging, but but sort of high chair hanging, where they'll just sit at the bottom of the high chair yes. waiting for bits of food to drop, whatever it'll be, you know, a bit <laughs> yeah. of carrot or a bit of avocado or whatever. And uh, just there, just sort of hoovering up and mopping up underneath the eye chair is what Snoop did a lot. And he was like showbiz dog, like he was in like Heat magazine every week because I had him when I was doing the breakfast show. Yeah. So there was often me, you know. <laughs> did it go to his head? <laughs> well, he would get... <laughs> He got recognised before me a lot. You know, people are like, is that Snoop? And they'd be like, oh, it's you as well. Asking for a selfie and getting you to take it. (laughs) To get quite low, that's the only thing with it. A basset selfie. It's interesting. I mean, most dogs, unless you're unlucky, but most dogs are very good natured when a baby comes along, aren't they? Yeah. So they they seem to understand, they intuitively know that this is... uh, Okay, I'm, I I can't compete with this, but so I'm going to just ingratiate myself, and and I I know I can work my way into the affections of the child. Yeah, and I know that in three or four years' time it'll be sausage rolls and jaffa cakes, and yeah. it'll be heaven. But for now, I've got to behave. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And he was good. I remember when I brought Lola back. Um, we had tried to have a moment where, like, it was introducing the newborn to the established pet. And yeah. uh, no one else was around, and I just got back from hospital, and I lowered this newborn slowly towards the dog, oh. and Snoop had a little sniff of her face, and then, and then he went whoosh with his head, like oh, wow. it, like my daughter's head, like lolled everywhere, and I was like, oh, all right, okay, I'll be careful, be careful, yeah. because obviously they, yeah, so be careful with the sniffing thing, because they might just try head and nudge, up my you know, child. And, all right, that's noted. Thank you for that. My top parenting, my only parenting tip. Sarah, thank you so much. We've really felt like we've gotten to know Dolly and Daisy. So we appreciate you coming on. Before you go, what we like to ask everyone, it's the big question, really, is Daisy or Mm. Dolly, are you kissing them on the lips? Are they kissing you on the lips? That's the big one. No. You don't go for it. I give them the chin. The chin. Okay. Sensible. Yeah. So when they're going for a tongue sandwich, I clamp my mouth shut and I give, give them the chin. That's nice. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes. <laughs> I'm like that as well. I can't. I don't. I, I won't go to that. that I kind of place. shut my lip. Yeah, but you let Dolly lick your ear. Well, that's different, isn't it? It's not. It's not. It's that she just likes to clean my ears out. That's all. It's a, a private thing, really. <laughs> is it that? Is it symbiotic relationship? Is that like with the? You haven't rhino, done it there, no. But she. Uh, it, it, it's. Um, yeah, she's. Um, I think I like to think it's a kind of she's grooming me as a sort of as a mark of respect. I doubt it. I doubt it. She's, she's, he's, 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 he's a dirty old man. I'll clear his ears out for him. What a nursing job she sees it as. Sarah, Sarah Cox, thank you so much yes. for joining us. We've uh, loved talking to you and hearing all about your Dolly and Daisy and other yes. dogs that have been in your life. And indeed, Nelly, that was a bonus to hear about that. Yeah, it was lovely chat. And you know what it's like when you're a dog lover. You could just chat about them all day. Fantastic, yeah. It's lovely to see you, boss. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for coming on. That was fascinating hear from Sarah Cox wasn't it I mean about her her lovely Dolly and Daisy I mean she's a real animal person as well as just a dog person isn't she I mean to be able to ride a horse and keep your dog in control at the same time that that is that's like a superpower yes and she's not overly strict but she's those those dogs are they're you say disciplined you know they know they know what they're allowed to do know what they're not allowed yeah there are some you know lines that don't get crossed and i think that's uh yes that's how it has to be you know especially if you're gonna take take a dog out you know with your horse and stuff you've actually got to you know you've got to know what you're doing yeah i'm somewhat in awe now having spoken with sarah and it's all as well it's always nice to know 
that big dogs can get on with small dogs and you can do that combo yeah. and make that combo work. It's fascinating, isn't it? That, that you, again and again you hear this this dynamic and it's so often the small dog is becomes dominant. Yes. It's a very funny yeah. thing. And and nearly always it'll be the, the, the girl dog, the bitch, will be in charge anyway. Our Daxons, Walter and Darcy, were hilarious like that because Darcy was Walter's sister from the same litter and from day one or that I'll, I'll just take you back one step very quickly to say that we had arranged to get Walter from this breeder a very good breeder actually and um, we went to pick Walter up and we then said uh, you know oh yes because you know his his best friend is Darcy they spend hours and hours you know running around the tree in the garden they just love each other so we, of course, melted at that point and, and said, oh, can we have her as well? So we did. Oh. Um, but yeah, but, you know, about three years later, I was telling someone about that. And she said, uh, oh, yeah, that's the oldest trick in the book, that is. You know, <laughs> because that's a, <laughs> got rid of the, the runt of the litter, which in fairness was Darcy. But Darcy was an absolutely brilliant dog. She was so, so clever. And so when they're playing together, Walter and Darcy, they, they had these things where they get biscuits and um, if they got given a biscuit, Walter would, would try to sort of keep it in his basket for a little bit before he ate it. He liked to sort of savour the moment. But Darcy would eat hers. And then what she'd do, she did a terrible trick. She'd start barking at the back door. And then, of course, Walter would immediately go nuts. and go, oh, is there a problem? I'm, I'll sort it out. Out the, out the way, I'll sort it out. I'll go out in the garden, I'll sort it out. So we'd let Walter out. And then Darcy would just go into the basket and eat his biscuit. <laughs> It was a trick. I mean, it was a deliberate plan. That's wonderful. Yeah, I know. So, but the it's absolutely wonderful. So, the dynamic between dogs, I think, is a really lovely area and interesting area that I'd love to hear from other listeners and what what goes on between their dogs as well as between them and their dogs. You know, it's uh, it's good, yes. isn't it? It's wonderful because I really want to get I really want to get another dog, but we've just had a baby, so we'll, we'll we'll leave it some time. But Grace wants to make the next dog a rescue dog. Yes, what's her thinking behind that? Because she just wants to give a, a home to a dog. Yes, yeah. it's simple. You know what it's like. You fall in love with these things, and and then the idea of them. You know, not having a home, dogs oh. being out there, not having a home, being sad. You just, if, you can, if you're going to get a dog, yeah. and no judgment on people that don't, but we want to not, try and yeah, help. That would be a very nice thing to do. And, you know, she's, she's seen, you know, it can be a wonderful thing. You find some, you know, helpless creature that needs, <laughs> where's this going? <laughs> that needs, needs some love and attention and, you know, a bit of discipline and, you know, a hot dinner occasionally. And and then you can see how what how rewarding it is ultimately. Um, <laughs> she brought me in. Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed on the bed, and that's you know it's, it's going well. She's obviously seen. I'll do that again. I'll do that again for another for another species. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yes. Well, that was a lovely episode. I really, uh, it was so great hearing from Sarah Cox. Absolutely. And uh, oh, well, we'll speak again next week. Look forward to it. And uh, remember, a dog is for life, not just for podcasts. <laughs>